Hi friends, welcome to the Online Ministry Podcast, a podcast all about giving you the tools and tips and tricks to make you successful at online ministry, all through the lens of the fact that we are an online church plant, completely digital church plant. Uh, my name is Patrick. And my name is Tyler. And we are two pastors of a church plant called Church Anywhere. Tyler's been in the Church Anywhere online world for four years, and I'm just now hopping into this world. So really, this podcast is all about me asking questions and listening um, to some of the wisdom that Tyler has to share. Last week, we talked about our online content strategy and how we're pushing people into community. And so today, we wanna uh, dive a little bit deeper into our community strategy. We think that community, physical community, is the best bet at discipleship uh, through the person of Jesus. And so we uh, do these things called microsites. Tyler, why don't you walk us through a little bit about why we think that this is uh, the best discipleship strategy? Yeah, I think that, it, I mean, it, it's pretty obvious that physical discipleship is always going to beat out um, virtual mm-hmm. uh, it, within relationship. Yeah. Um, I can't believe I just said that out loud, but um, <laughs> I've come to the conclusion that I can disciple someone better in person than right. I can um, with an only online relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not naive. I realize there are people that will never get to this step of the process, and we have other strategies to help them feel like they're in community online, We help uh, to help them be discipled online. Um, but this would be like the ideal scenario is that everyone ends up in this microsite location. Um, Talk us through what a microsite means. That might be entire language. People might be wondering, yeah. what does that mean? Sure. The way that we do microsites is we have a group of people gathered in a location, um, usually based on geography, that worship together for 30 minutes and then do small groups together for 30 minutes. So it's an hour-long program weekly um, that can extend beyond an hour. Mm. That's just what we suggest. And uh, it's worship and community. So it has elements of worship and community, and most of them have an element of service as well. So there's cause-based microsites and home-based microsites. Mm. The cause-based ones really hone in on this service aspect, this um, collective mission aspect, and we can get into that in a little bit. Um, and then the home ones really focus on the the more community side, the neighborhood feel, worshiping together. Yeah, I love that a lot. I think it's so good. Walk us through that dichotomy of cause-based versus home community-based. Like, what are the differences that you normally see with those microsites? Yeah, I need to let, let me back up and give you the why behind the cause one first. Sure. So um, we've spent the last probably four years or so, um, Randy, our senior pastor, myself, and some of our staff have been talking about this for a long time, about how back in the day, like in the 1930s, the 1920s, um, pre that era, church was the thing you did on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Like it was a social requirement, essentially, that you were in church on Sundays. People came to the kingdom uh, because they were supposed to go to church, and then the church plugged them in somewhere. Then somewhere around the like late 40s to the 50s and 60s, this uh, Billy Graham crusade, tent revival kind of model started happening. So large groups of people came to the kingdom through these revivals. And then through the revival, they would be plugged into a local church, and then they would serve from there. Then like in the 1980s, um, Willow Creek became a massive church in the Chicago area. And they changed the game because they decided that they would start something called the attractional model, which is where whatever we put on our stage, whatever we have at our building, whatever programs we can offer is so attractional to the outsider that they're attracted to coming to the church building and then they get to the kingdom and then they get plugged in for service. And that's pretty much been the model for a long time. 
Um, that's, the, that's the American standard of church for a while, but we've noticed this drop-off in the involvement within the local church with millennials and below. And so this is just a hypothesis. We don't have any like scientific studies or any of that stuff to back this up, no polls or any of that. But we believe, um, based on what we um, have been watching over the last four years, that millennials, Gen Z, and below are significantly more attracted to um, social movements and causes, things that they can really get behind. Yeah. And so we have decided to kind of go, like, push all of our chips in on this causes in hopes that if someone comes to a cause, we can bring them to the kingdom and then they can find their own cause or serve mm. some other people. So that was a whole long way to, to tell you about these microsites. Yeah, so what you're saying is that a cause, we think of it as like we go into church and then we help the poor and uh, hungry or whatever you want right. to say. but we flip the script yeah. to say like maybe helping the poor is more attractive than coming to a church building. Mm. And so we've started these causes um, and we've started microsites through these causes. Mm -hmm. Um, in hopes that we pick up unchurched people along the way and lead them to the kingdom. Give us some examples of what what some microsite cause, causes yeah. are. So they they still have elements of worship. They still have elements of community. But their main focus um, for us to send them out is their cause. So, for example, um, a lady named Carrie started a microsite at a local orphanage. Hmm. And um, the cause was kids who don't have parents. So she found this youth shelter, this orphanage that has anywhere from 15 to 20 kids. And each week they do a microsite on Wednesday nights there. The cool part about it is there's a man there named Gordon. And Gordon's wife um, is not necessarily involved at our church, but she's become involved in the lives of these kids. Um, and so that's, that's kind of where we're at with this. Like people are more attracted, for the most part in our culture, to something they can get behind. Mm -hmm. And um, that microsite has really kind of exploded. We've had four families bring in kids from, from the microsite into wow. their homes. Wow. Um, my wife and I are, are one of those. <laughs> that's, we make a joke about how I have an 18-year-old kid like, on every episode. Right. That's how that happened yeah. um, because we were attracted to this cause and we volunteered there. So these, these cause-based microsites are still worshiping, still having community together. But then there's that common mission within the volunteers of these sites that's separates it a little bit from the neighborhood sites. Cool. And then walk through, I think we all, we might understand what community microsites mean, but just walk through that really quickly to see yeah, the the whole, the home-based microsites are essentially what you would think of like a watch party. Mm -hmm. um, they still have the small groups. They still have 30 minutes of content. Um, but I try to tell the leaders of these sites that they're missionaries to their neighborhood. Um, and so the cause for them is their neighborhood, but collectively the group doesn't have like a big cause. Yeah. So it would be sense. a home church that we provide content and the worship and all that stuff. Right. And they like, still can go and serve together. They mm -hmm. still um, are discipled in the same kind of way. They just don't have that common cause that initially brought them together. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Any other pieces of why we think that this is the best discipleship strategy being yeah, for, physically communi for, communified? For us, um, it's not necessarily a physically communicated. Yeah, I don't know if that's a word or not. I'm glad <laughs> um, you just almost passed through it. <laughs> I almost did, and then you started laughing. <laughs> I did. Uh, for us, honestly, it's less about the discipleship strategy mm -hmm. and more about where we are located. Um, so First Capital is in Corden, Indiana. It's a town of 3,500 in a county of 30,000. So 
the 30,000 county part is small, would be a small town. Mm -hmm. um, then we break it down into a much smaller, smaller town is where we're actually located. We're in a residential area on the back end of a dead end street. Um, there's no drive by traffic whatsoever and we are landlocked. Mm -hmm. So really great scenario for a church. Um, we had for years wondered why in the world that the people that founded this church would have felt like they were led to plant on this property. Mm -hmm. And because of Church Anywhere and microsites, we've realized that it's not really about a building, it's about being the church. Mm -hmm. And so for us, the, 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 the thing that we think is the best about microsites is that um, it's not financially crippling and we can multiply easily. Mm -hmm. um, they're extremely scalable. We can reach three or 400 people with five or $600 mm -hmm. um, compared to having to either buy a different building and try to attract them to us right. or um, whatever else we could decide. Really for us, it's just practicality of it forced mm -hmm. us into these micro sites. Yeah. That's great. I think that's, it's both practical and like we already said, relationship will always be technology, right. right? So relationship in a physical space is always going to be great. Let's walk through. We have another great PDF for you uh, to we're, download. We're all about PDFs. Man, PDFs are the bomb. Yeah. Uh, so we have another PDF for you that kind of walks us through um, the microsite strategy and how we get a person from going deeper and deeper down in the funnel to where they are excited and want to actually start their own microsite wherever and anywhere uh, they are. So let's walk through this microsite strategy PDF. Please open it up, look at it as we walk through. Uh, Tyler, why don't you take us from left to right? What What's in this thing? Yeah, this is exciting because we've really revamped this and looked at it over the last couple of weeks because microsites have started popping up from places where we can't have physical contact with them. Mm -hmm. We've talked about it before, but we have run in Providence at Rhode Island right mm -hmm. now. And so, so our, cool. our strategy of coaching these leaders before was much more hands-on and we could bring them in and have one-on-one -on -one conversations. And now we've kind of had to streamline it to be an online process. And we haven't even launched some of this yet, but I'm excited to see what God does with it. Me too. Um, so for years, we've, we've just kind of been, I don't want to say winging it, but <laughs> we've been one-on-one -on -one discipling yeah. these leaders to disciple other leaders. And now I'm excited to funnel them through this strategy. So the first part of it is the approach. Um, Stick figure man, you can see on, on the PDF if mm -hmm. you have it in front of you. He's very starts proud. at the I beginning like with the approach. And that could be one of two things. It could be one of us saying, we really feel like this person would be great at leading a micro site. Let me approach them. Mm -hmm. Or it could be someone saying, like, Carrie, I'm passionate about these foster kids. I want to lead a micro site. Mm -hmm. So it's one or the other. Someone approaches someone. We start the process from there. The first thing that we would do would be to filter out applicants. Um, we'd send them to a website page that has just a quick questionnaire. I don't know how to say this nicely, but some people probably should not lead a microsite. Um, we, with this questionnaire, we want to try to gauge their leadership abilities, their commitment level, that kind of thing. Yeah, we don't want somebody to walk in, start a microsite, and then say, actually, I'm not really passionate about this, so I'm going to walk away. And right. It was like 10 a, to 15 it was a fad for me, and I just right. really wanted to try it. Yeah. Um, so we try to filter out that at mm -hmm. first. And not saying we don't want them to be part of a microsite. Right, this exactly. is just to lead one. Mm -hmm. And then we send them through a background check because um, if they're representing, excuse me, representing church anywhere or first capital, if we don't want them to have a criminal background mm -hmm. to a point where it's a problem. Yeah, perfectly okay, I think. <laughs> yes, yeah, I think that's, that's probably pretty smart. Yeah. Um, I noticed I said to a point where it's a problem because we do have one microsite leader that's leading a microsite in a prison. Right. And he's a prisoner. So. Mm -hmm. I guess it's a case-by-case -case basis on that yes. one. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, here we go. So um, we then send them through a four-week spiritual development course. Okay. So walk us through that. We have another little kind of side PDF there. Uh, why are we doing this course? Why are we doing this course for spiritual development? Right. So the, the, the course is broken down into two things. Um, the why behind it would be to get them ready to lead and to hope, hopefully get them on a journey of um, learning spiritual rhythms in these four weeks. Yeah. So there's a spiritual part of it, and then there's like a practical leadership part of it. So the first week is the why behind why we do microsites, which we went over in a mm -hmm. nutshell a second ago. Um, and then the second week is the how on like the technology side. So we get the why and the how out of the way. During those first two weeks, parallel to that, there's a um, daily prayer challenge. Mm -hmm. So we want to be intentional uh, in them learning how to listen to God. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that they are uh, following what God is leading them to do. We want to make sure that they're praying for their microsite and for the, the people that will be coming to the microsite. Uh, then the second two weeks on the leadership side is um, uh, how part two, which is more about like recruiting people, um, mm -hmm. how to actually get people to come to the microsite. How do you do baptisms mm -hmm. at home? How do you host people in your home or at an institution? And then the final part of the leadership side is the process, which we totally stole from the 76ers. Uh, <laughs> trust the process. We're actually going to have Joel Embiid come and coach them in the yeah, microsite. It's going to be amazing. Sam Hinkie, because he's not got a job right now. So, oh, um, too soon. Too soon. Rest in peace, Sam Hinkie, who's still alive. The process is uh, all about getting them to commit to the, uh, the idea of the microsite. Yep. So we pair them with a coach. We have them sign a 90-day commitment. Um, and then we just lay out, here's what's going to happen. So for the first 90 days of that, they have this coach paired with them to mentor them through kind of like training wheels on a bicycle. Mm -hmm. um, paired with that last two weeks of the spirit or the um, leadership part of this course is two weeks of devotional challenges. And we're going to look at people that were leaders within scripture. So like Paul and Peter, and then in the Old Testament, things like Moses, Abraham, that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And hopefully help them develop a um, spiritual leadership side mm -hmm. as well. That's so that's great. all four weeks. We have the leadership part and the spiritual development part. Then they're paired with the coach. They, uh, with the coach, they figure out when the launch date is going to be. And then they're, they're evaluated at 90 days on how it's going. Like, are they a good fit to continue to lead? What needs to um, change? What's going well? That kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then after that, they sign up. Uh, on a yearly basis. Mm. So they commit for another year and then we'll have an audit another year and yeah. so on and so on. I love it. Uh, yeah, I love all this. It's not just we're saying, hey, go start a church. We're like partnering them with a person who's either done it before or is very knowledgeable in it. I love that piece of it. I love the evaluation to continue on the commitment um, that these people have. Uh, let me just walk through the course one more time because I think with all this information, like with every podcast that we do, it's just going to be like, uh, drinking from a fire hose every single time. Um, so with the course, what we want to do is give them the why um, in the first week, the how as far as like, would you say the technical things with yeah, that? Yeah. So kind of all the technology, uh, the things of just how to do it in that way. And then the second part is kind of the how to, the pastor side mm -hmm. of it, right? Like how to be a pastor, how to recruit and lead leaders, that sort of thing. And the fourth thing is just coaching them through what their next steps are going to be like for the next 90 days yeah, to a week, year. Week four is essentially launching them into the actual micro site. Yeah. Um, it was like three weeks of training, four weeks. The week four is like, okay, you've, you've been trained, yeah. but let's, go let's for get it. this going. Yeah. Yeah. 
do it. <laughs> Let's have you commit. Let's mm-hmm. sign you up with a coach, that kind of thing. Awesome. I think this is an awesome strategy. I'm excited to see more and more people hop into this. And as we approach people, as people approach us to see God's kingdom continue to grow as it already has been, uh, what we've already seen in the last weeks and months. Um, is there anything else you wanted to share or kind of pinpoint in this microsite strategy? What other things kind of need fleshed out a little bit or anything like that? Yeah, we, we're moving all of this course onto an online portion. So like I said before, we could have people come in for two or three weeks and sit down with them and go over things. And I used these packets and we would go over these physical like handbooks. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're, we're going to use some like online learning uh, platforms and it'll be literally like a four week college mm, course is what awesome. it'll look like mm-hmm. um, with video teaching some quizzes or like discussion questions to make sure they understand what's happening um, and the, the beauty of that is it can be done from anywhere right it doesn't have to be here at first capital so um, like rick from rhode island who's already kind of doing this mm-hmm. um before we developed the strategy <laughs> he's gonna go through it as like our guinea pig right yeah um, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. So we've got like 18 other leaders that have not gone through this that I wish they had, mm-hmm. but they're like seasoned vets now. So they're going to be our coaches yeah. and pair with these new new uh, leaders. Well, awesome. Uh, I think this is such a good strategy to take people from that soft touch content, uh, YouTube videos, podcasts, et cetera, move them down the funnel to where they are impassioned and emboldened enough to start and lead a church. Um, I think it's so important to have a strategy like this so that, that we don't just say, okay, go do it, but rather hear the steps in order to do this successfully. Again, if you have any questions about uh, this microsite strategy or anything at all, please reach out. We would love to have a conversation with you about how uh, how to do online ministry well. Anything at all that you'd like to add uh, in this would, last week? I would love for you guys to comment things that you would like for us to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, we get the, the honor to have a, a four-person team that's kind of tackling some of this stuff. Um, and we've, I, like, I've been in this world for a little while now. And um, so we, we have some knowledge we'd love to share. Um, and we would love to hear from you of like what you would actually like for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, because I realize not everyone's going to have microsites right off the bat. That's just part of our culture. Yeah. Um, and so comment below um, if, if you can and let us know like some things that you have that you're wrestling with, some questions, and we can uh, we'd love to help or um, maybe even open a conversation with you about them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening or watching. Remember to rate us, subscribe us to wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast. Again, always remember that in online ministry, relationship will always be out technology. And again, thank you so much for watching. Have a good one.